This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday video cast live on Twitch. And Friday podcast and videocast, you can catch that on iTunes or YouTube. Please make sure to like and subscribe. All of you in Twitch chat, hello. Hello. Isn't that how you say it? No. That's not the traditional Korean greeting? No. You've led me to believe this. You're making it worse. <laughs> That's what you always said. I thought that oh. was legit. No, I have a speech impediment. It's like Gungam style. I have a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. Good. Uh, anyway, guys, we have a lot to cover today, so uh, and gals, I'm sure, and we're going to jump in and get it going. So, first of all, we do have our September Super Sale still running through the end of the month. What this is is half off overstocked ITC uh, tree sets. I was about to say terrain sets, and I was like, no, not all of the terrain is half off. The trees are, um, on our last order, we did get more than we needed. So we put some of them at 50% off. They've been selling extremely quickly. Obviously, it's an incredible price on a really good kit. It comes ready to play right out of the box. You can glue flock on it if you want. We do have one that's green, our summer set, and one in orange and yellow and red, our autumn set. Grab those uh, while supplies last. Uh, we do have some left, but they are selling very quickly. Uh, we also did actually uh, stock out on six by four foot FLG mats, and we've uh, decided to do a pre-order special on all of them, because we did run out. We sold through them quicker than expected, which is a good problem to have. Uh, it's still a problem, but uh, we decided to take that lemon and make some lemonade. Yep. And the salty banana brought some vodka, mm. and now we got a party. Yeah. And Frankie, what did, Wednesday. what did you do? I played Nurgle. Yep. There you go. That's it. That. All right, Are we doing a weekend review? Are we... So, yeah, drink, <laughs> Jason and I drank yeah. <laughs> some screwdrivers. And or I guess, no, it's not with uh, limited. No. So at any rate, um, all of our 6x4 mats, actually we put all the mats in the web card off on a, a sale. We decided to just turn this whole thing into a sale. Mm -hmm. And we're releasing do several dozen new designs. And we've been showing off a new one every day of the sale. So there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, the 6x4 foot mats, though, those will ship the first week of October when we re-up on our uh, the raw materials we need to make uh, the mats. Mm -hmm. So... Pretty cool. Um, there'll be a little bit of delay on those getting them out, but save some money and tons and tons of new designs. Some of them which have proven to be very popular. Yep. So since the last show, the mats that we have unveiled, we have six by four foot Urban Plague. Uh, very, very cool and uh, pretty apropos considering that uh, we have Death Guard that just came out. Mm -hmm. This one might see some, uh, some ways that those two would work well together. Uh, we have six by four foot Field Base, which... It's uh, meant to represent, like, a obviously a field base for a military, either modern or science fiction. And uh, that one, keep your eye out on for ITC terrain sets. It might come out later that would accompany that one. Mm -hmm. We have 6 by 4 foot Urban Skull. Uh, we have 6 by 4 foot Interstellar City. Yeah. Not featuring... It's for... Christopher Nolan space and... Aliens. What's his name? Who? The star of Interstellar. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah. This is where we were trying to go, dude. Playing with a booger? Yeah. It's Matthew McConaughey. So right if you get stuck oh, in a black hole. Oh, when he's driving hole. that shitty 
Tar? It comes out. It's actually not actually come out of black hole. Yeah, actually, that's a cool card. We have an interstellar city. So he was trying to get to interstellar city, but instead he ended up in like Iowa. Yeah. Well, first he got lost in the warp. That was a weird movie. He did. No, I loved it. It was a good movie, but it was like very trippy. The only part that made no sense to me, right, is that they go to the water world mm-hmm. where there's the gravity is so high that it can it like distorts time, which is true. Right. But if the gravity was that high, like they would get squished flat. Like when you went down to the planet. You wouldn't be like running around, like jumping and. and, and well, I climbing. think the planet was. Oh, they, they said it was because it was the proximity to that black hole the planet was on, and but they said like that that planet itself. Um, Had normal gravity, yeah. but the gravity of the black hole was warping. Well, time. it wasn't even normal because you can when they were moving, they were moving slow. Remember, because it was it was still like high gravity, but it was enough to like they can survive it. The crazy part was that the gravity created like a never-ending like tidal wave that went yeah. around the planet. Yeah, that, that was, was terrifying. Cool. Like that. Yeah. It was crazy. And then they found the dead guy, and he's like, he landed here like 10 minutes ago in our time. Yeah. But for him, it's been like a decade. It was like 15 years or something like yeah. that. Like, every crazy. minute was, I forget what they said, but it was several yeah. weeks or months. And so, like, it was crazy. Like, I don't know, just the suspense of, like, just you're watching them. Out. They're like, we have to get out of here because every minute is, like, several months of time. Yeah. And, and then, then they, they get off, and the guy's, guy's like, oh, man. crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. yeah. God, that was so good. It was a great movie. I really, really There's parts it. that were kind of weird, yeah. but that was that was a, one of the better parts of that movie. Oh, but then when uh, Matt Damon turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, okay. That movie came out, like, three years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Uh, anyway, Interstellar City. Uh, Somebody was just about to watch that today. Yeah, like, dang it. We're going to send one to Matthew McConaughey, and the note will just say, you get it. You arrived. Uh, we also have Urban Corruption, 6x4, and Urban Change in 6x4. Yep. And, of course, we've got more on the way. So jump into the FLG web store and take a look at some of those new designs. And remember, always free shipping on orders, $99 and up in the continental United States of America. Mm-hmm. Grab some trees. Boom. Yeah, well, like if you get one tree set and a mat, oh, you're still pretty close. You're pretty, pretty close to You need two, close. two, you need tree, two sets tree sets and a mat, two and trees. that would be free shipping. Okay. I would always kind of say you're going to need more tree sets anyways. Yeah, and the mats are at a discount too, as we said. So it's a great time to pick up a couple new mats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on, fellas, sure. to the, the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. This is Frankie's big moment. He's yeah. a longtime Death Guard player, um, and the codex just dropped. Uh, we are still taking the pre-orders for that. It will ship at the end of the week. But, uh, man, I am very impressed. Like, yeah. Death Guard codex, you would kind of think it would be like a – I don't know, like, it would feel not like a fully fleshed out force, but it, it really does. And they added a bunch to it, like, surprisingly. Yeah. Like, new it's, it's a full, it's almost a new army release. It is. It is a full army. Yeah. And it's, like, an army that has a lot of options. Yeah. It, you know what it really feels like? It feels like Corn uh, Demon Ken, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Nurgle Demon Ken. Yeah. Like, that, that's really what it feels like. It's got its own chapter tactics, which are really good, in my opinion. Uh, it has its own psychic powers, which are bananas good. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some unique model kits that you can only use with this faction, the tanks, uh, Mortarian. I mean, you could use it with other armies, but they're meant for specifically for Death Guard. So yeah. this very much feels like a full army release. It's not like some side, kind of like off-the-cuff side project. It's and, not a Grey Knights Codex release. <laughs> I mean, the Grey Knights are a full army, but it's not like they're an army that doesn't play well just by themselves, right. really. Like, Grey Knights are very much... An army that wants to go right. with somebody else. Well, and that's kind of true to the fluff, too, to be honest. I, I more meant like it's not a, a release of a current codex. That's just a, a release for this edition of the game. This is like an actual new yeah, army release. I mean, we finally see uh, traitor apothecaries. Like, of course, why would they not have those? You know, yeah. they had them at the time of the, the turn. So we see that, a bunch of new characters, new sculpts. Like, 
Oh, it, feels, it feels like tons it, of it's models. just a new army. Yeah. A new, you know, everything's new. Yep. So it's really cool to see it. I, I think it's a great release. Uh, the mo I think the models are awesome. The way that they paint them, they look really cartoony. Uh, yeah. But some people like that. I'm not opposed to it, but I just, I feel like the Death Guard should be scarier. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, they're carrying around plagues and death and just nastiness. Like, it's the GW They should be style. very scary. They shouldn't be like, ah, The typist model. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Or the, the, the Poxwalkers are like happy. Like, yeah, hey. just smiling. But uh, the, the book itself offers you a lot. And uh, if, in the show notes, uh, if you're joining us live, uh, you can see a couple of pictures we took of a, a video battle report we filmed yesterday. Uh, Frankie and I took it back to the old school, back to when we first became friends. We would often play Frankie's Death Guard versus my Space Wolves. That was like the classic matchup that we played many, many times. So it was kind of like going back in time. Um, and, and my list was almost the same. It was like the same exact models. Yeah, much. your list was pretty much the it was, same. It was almost identical to my 5th edition army. Yeah. And uh, had a chance to uh, film a game and... Frankie took out a lot of the new stuff. Obviously, we don't have some of the, like, Plague Hauler or yeah. the Mortar Tank or the Death Shroud Terminators, which are coming out for pre-order this week. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we played with all the models that we had, which, to their credit, FLG Paint Studio, especially Brandon, he got some paint on a lot of those models in, like, a day. Yeah, he painted them super fast. So. And they're not dumb, but they look good. Yeah. Um, and it was a really good game. I don't want, we don't, we're not going to spoil it, but uh, some of the things that, that, that we walked away from it with um, and I'd love to hear your opinion too, Frankie, is, um, wow, the, you could play all infantry, walk up the table, and do just fine. Oh, yeah. And their psychic powers are crazy. Right, which is what the army is meant to be. Is yeah, the, the army is really fun because of all the, like, stacking buffs that it gets. Like, this character gives you this, this character gives you this, the psychic power buffs you this, this stratagem does this. And it's, like, all combinations that makes the army, like, work. Mm -hmm. And it makes it really fun, so... No, it's, uh, I mean, you know what? We might as well talk about tactics since we already kind of leapfrogged and we'll come back to the, uh, um, we'll come back to the, the fluff, which, uh, the salty banana is going to lead us on a tail yeah. through the imagination. Yeah. Like reading rainbow. So the tactics, uh, one of the things I was most impressed by with Death Guard, obviously we talked about them being able to walk up the table, uh, infantry based army. And like you said, you have stacking buffs. Some of them are like some of the most powerful defensive buffs I've ever seen. Like, you can't shoot me. Uh, I can't imagine a more powerful buff than that. Well, it's, you can't shoot me unless I'm the closest unit. So. Right, which with <laughs> Poxwalkers, uh, especially when Frankie got him up to T5 minus one to hit on the Poxwalkers, those crappy little dudes become an extraordinarily good meat shield, mm -hmm. and they were just soaking up my whole army's fire trying to blow through them. And then you use the stratagem Cloud of Flies that you can make a unit, I think it's an infantry unit in your army, you can't shoot them. Unless they're the closest model. They're basically like characters, but even better because snipers can't even target them. Mm -hmm. So you had a unit of uh, 18 uh, plague bearers that were behind the poxwalkers. I, I couldn't even target them. Uh, plague marines. I'm sorry. Plague marines. Plague marines. Yeah. Uh, but you could use it on plague bearers too yes. if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, not, I would rather use the plague bearers as the screen, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, plague bearers make an excellent screen as well if you want to go that route. Um, but yeah, the, <clears throat> the poxwalkers are excellent. They're very affordable. They're fearless. Um, yeah, they're super good, especially with all the buffs that you throw on them. Like we said, they went up to T5, minus one to hit. And then the Plague Marines behind them, you can't shoot at. So it makes them even more resilient. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty incredible. Um, a lot of their psychic powers are just amazing. Like the minus one to hit versus shooting and in melee. Yeah. Um, and then Frankie tooled up the Plague Bearers to be really powerful in melee. Plague Marines. 
<laughs> I keep doing that. I apologize. Uh, the Plague Marines, he gave each one a bubotic axe. And so they had a Plague Knife, bubotic axe. They get two attacks. <clears throat> and um, the axe is basically a uh, power axe that you get rerolls to wound if you're near, like Mortarian. There's some of the characters that let you reroll plague weapons. Uh, it's crazy. A lot of people are talking about the, um, the plague grenade or the blight grenade mm-hmm. bomb, uh, that combo. Do you want to explain that one a little bit? Because that, that is really powerful. Yeah, so the blight grenades are a D6 shot. It's basically a frag grenade. Um, strength 3, uh, 1 damage, and then no AP. Uh, and then it's a plague weapon, so you get to reroll ones to wound. Um, but then there's a character that gives you plus one strength and damage. So now it's strength four, damage two, and he also gives you mortal wounds on the roll of a six. So now your plague, uh, your blight grenades are super powerful. Granted, you can only throw one. Oh, unless you have the stratagem where you spend one command point, and now you can throw all of them in a unit. So you have a unit of twenty. You throw twenty d six blight grenades. Um, then you're uh, re-rolling ones to hit if Mortarian or a Lord is nearby. Or a Demon Prince. Or a Demon Prince. Um, then to wound, uh, you use uh, Veterans of the Long War. So mm-hmm. now you're wounding uh, plus one. So in most cases, you're wounding on threes. And then if uh, a Lord or Mortarian are nearby, you get to re-roll your Plague Weapons wounds. So you're re-rolling to wound, and you're doing mortal wounds on a five. Are you, are you re-rolling all wounds or just ones? All wounds. Yeah, it's yes. really powerful. And then isn't there another plus one to wound? Psychic uh, power? Yeah, there's a psychic power, but I think it's only a melee. It's only a melee. So yeah, I mean, you have a unit. Now the downside is that it's only a six-inch range on these, right? Yep. So you have twenty potentially 20 D6 shots that you, if you cast Prescience on them with a Chaos Space Marine a Sorcerer that you bring in, which I think every single Death Guard army is going to have, because yep. Warp Time... And prescience are just too good to pass up for this army, um, and death hex potentially too. So you could be hitting on a two, rerolling ones, wounding on a like three or a four, rerolling everything, doing mortal wounds on a five or a six. It's like bananas powerful, but of course six inches is a very short range. Yep. So it, I think it's going to come up less frequently than people uh, think. I think really when you're going to be able to pull it off is co- coming out of a rhino, or we were talking about even using a charybdis. But the Charybdis, we can talk about that later, but it's pretty funny. Um, I had a chance to look at some of the data from the Nova Open Exit poll. Yeah. Shockingly, news at 11, people aren't super stoked with all the Forge World units. Yeah, well, some of them are a bit much. But, like, yeah. just like if you just use the Charybdis to transport a 20-man block of uh, Plague Marines or maybe even 15 or whatever. And then you, warp time them. then you warp time them. Then you warp time them. Now they're in your face, and you're able to throw those grenades. Yeah, you right? could get the full strength volley. Yeah, it's super powerful. Yeah. And you'll do like ten mortal wounds to a, a, a target unit. Oh, at least, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. Like it's so yep. devastatingly powerful. Um, and then again, you can get the plague marines into. Yeah, I did it right this time. Ah, nailed it. Yeah. Learning Three times charm. Hey, uh, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Yeah. So. Uh, That's true. Uh, I, was, I had all kinds of jokes that we're not gonna say. We'll save that for uh, the Slanesh book. <laughs> yeah. For frontline gaming after dark. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? That I was going to be... Wait, wait, Extra pull, subscription. We pull out nice. the black leather couch. Yeah. <laughs> in the office? Yeah, it's already in the office. We actually do have a couch in the office, but that's because it didn't fit in my new place. Um, at any rate, uh, you, could get, you, you could ramp them up so that they're doing mortal wounds like on a 5 plus to wound in melee with two attacks a guy. Again, you could be hitting on twos. And um, it's a power axe. That's so you're also take the mortal wounds aside. When you have that many power axe attacks that are that accurate, you're gonna smash 
You're gonna smash whatever you hit anyway. Yeah, the the plague marines and close. They're a close combat unit. They are not a shooting unit. Um, you can take some bite launchers, which are pretty good. Um, but really and truly, these are a close combat unit. Um, with their blight grenades only having six inch range, and then they charge in with our axes. Um, and in most cases, they're wounding on twos with a reroll, and or hitting on twos with a reroll and wounding on twos with a reroll. If you use like, veterans in the long run, it's yeah. crazy powerful and. Um, yeah, I mean, Plague Marines are definitely something to watch out for with all the stacking buffs on them. Um, yes. <laughs> no, they're really, really yeah. good. And one of the things we noticed is that if you do the infantry Death Guard army, you're you're really susceptible to being alpha struck. Now, I know a lot of people talk about in 40K currently uh, that that is a problem, the alpha strike 40K, which we have found if you use enough line of sight blocking terrain, it's really not that big of a, a problem. Uh, but Death Guard especially are going to be really vulnerable to... The Alpha Strike, because if, if you because you have so many infantry models that you're going to be lined up on the line because you're, you're slow and you want to just inexorably march up the table. And if you go up against a hardcore shooting army that goes first before you get your stratagems, before you get all your buffs, your army's pretty damn vulnerable. And I could see a situation where like a hardcore Guillemin gun line devastator army re-rolling to hit, re-rolling to wound just freaking nukes you on the first turn. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, the first game that I, or the other day when I played the game with the uh, Plague Marine Bomb, um, I lost all the Plague Marines on turn one. Yeah, to Alpha Legion Berserkers. Uh, and Cultists, yeah. yeah. They just came in and killed all but like three Plague Marines. So at that point, the bomb's dead. I mean, the Plague Marines are still okay, but yeah. So definitely susceptible to Alpha Strikes. So, and I think for that reason, I think it's... I, what I believe is is going to be the more competitive build is mechanized Death Guard. I think if you throw the Plague Marines in Rhinos, you're protected from the Alpha Strike largely. Um, you're, you're quicker, so you're going to get a turn two charge almost guaranteed, even if your Rhinos get blown up. Yeah. Right? So um, I think that the, that is going to be a really viable way to play them. Like your, your fifth edition Death Guard army, I think, is going to be pretty much plug and play into the new edition. Um, yeah. But one of the cool things, their chapter tactics, so to speak, is that um, they can advance and shoot uh, assault weapons with no penalty or advance and shoot rapid fire weapons mm -hmm. or move and shoot heavy weapons with no penalty. Mm -hmm. And it, does that apply? That's only for their infantry and, and hell brutes, correct? Correct, yeah. And then uh, their rapid fire range is increased to 18 inches. So yeah. they can shoot two shots at 18 inches. So, I mean, if you did want to run mm -hmm. them with bolters, I think they're a little pricey for that. Mm -hmm. But um, if you wanted to go with like double plasma or triple plasma in a five man unit and go MSU, I think you could make that work really well. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I, I think one of the kind of things that you're hopefully getting out of this is that there's a lot of different ways to play this army. I was really surprised at how much depth it has. Like, you could go mechanized, you could go all infantry, you could go all vehicles. I think Death Guard Hellbrutes are going to be one of the better options because with Fire Frenzy, you can hold still and shoot twice, or you can move forward and shoot your heavy weapons with no penalty. And if you have some, you know, demon princes or whatever around you to get rerolls to hit, uh, they're going to be a really viable uh, option. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of different things you can do. The Death Shroud Terminators hit extremely hard. Um, they protect your characters. Um, then you have their mortar. Uh, I forgot what it's called. The, the crawler or something. Yeah. But anyways, that tank is extremely good. Doesn't need line of sight for its mortar, so you can hide it behind uh, terrain shooting. And then it's a plague weapon, so it's rerolling ones to wound. Um, and it's got yeah. the it's got the stats of a Lehman Russ. It's T yep. eight with twelve wounds and a three plus eight. It also has disgusting resilience, so it's, it has fatal pain. Yeah. Uh, it's really really powerful. Um, yeah, and like all their tanks that they added to it are really good. Uh, the blight drones are amazing. 
Um, Jason, what was that weapon that you were def- you were saying you're going to take all what, flesh mowers? Flesh mowners? <laughs> flesh mowners, yeah. Yeah, the, the, some of the white drones can take flesh mowers. It's it looks like, like a flying lawnmower. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. That's all it is, yeah. It looks like it's a flesh mower. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there, like we said, there's a lot of depth to this codex. Um, all sorts of stratagems, special war gear items. Like It's really awesome. And really, the, the, the story that everyone wants to hear is Mortarian, uh, another Primarch, the third to enter into normal, quote-unquote, 40K. Mm-hmm. Mortarian, or Morty, is an absolute savage. Um, need a little clarification um, on whether or not his, his mortal wound pulse, his orbital bombardment, works in both player turns. I sincerely, I, I don't think it does. I mean, raw, it just certainly does. I think the intent is that it works in, in the Nurgle player's turn, but we'll find out. Um, but take that away, take that debate aside. Mortarian is, is he is a beast. He's a monster. He is a beast of epic proportions with no buffs at all. He's one of the most powerful characters in the game. And with the buffs, like getting him up to T8 and minus one to hit, I struggle to see how very many armies would be able to, to handle him. And his damage output is through the roof. Yep, yep. He's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Uh, he can take an entire flank pretty much by himself with a little bit of support from his buddies. Um, but yeah, he is super good. Uh, he's a psyker, so he gets three psych powers. Yeah, what does he um, get three? <laughs> he's like better than like... Does Magnus get three? I think Magnus does, but Magnus. that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, Tigerius gets two. Well, because he's a demon prince now. I'm but he sure. hated... The Mortarian hated Psychers. I don't think he did. Now he's a Psycher. He, he did. just hit it. He hit it. He, he was just... He was, he was like, surprise! He, yeah, yeah. He, he actually did not like Psychers at all. So, um, But it is weird that... But he's a demon prince now. You gotta assume that... He's a demon primarch. Demon, demon primarch, primarch, sorry. Mm. You gotta assume that he is now... Psychically <laughs> infused, yeah. Psychically confused. Infused. <laughs> confused oh, as well. I think that could be. He's, he's psychic curious. Yeah. So, Psy- uh, psychurious. Psychurious. <laughs> That'd amazing. be a good name for a podcast. That's good. That's uh, good. That is, I like that. Pretty quick. Uh, you are, buddy. The salty banana strikes again. Um, <sighs> so much to talk about with Death Guard, and we'll, we'll cover more of it. But make sure to tune in, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and tune in on Monday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That video will be up. Uh, and thank you guys all for the, the awesome feedback. Um, everyone has been loving the new video uh, bat rep format. Uh, been giving a lot of compliments and good feedback. So we're glad that you all are enjoying it. Um, yeah. It take a lot of work. It take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Death Guard, really powerful faction. Lots of ways to play them. So much more to talk about, but we have a lot to cover in this episode. So we're going to move on. But uh, make sure to save your questions for the end and we will jump into the Twitch chat and answer those questions about anything specific you might want to know. Um, just There's so many good units, and there's so many little characters, too, like little mm-hmm. lieutenant guys yeah. that all have a cool buff, like the guy that rings the bell that makes you run faster. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, dinner time, boys. Go get them. And then there's the dude who like has like a magical flute that shoots out magic powder. Mm. I don't think that guy's in there. He looks like he should have a flute, the wizard, the blight. Yeah, well, the he's, no, he's like, well, his face too, he's like blowing he's the thing. Blow. Yeah, he's like, he's like vomiting. Gl- he's like glitter. Yeah, it's really it's vomit, guys. It's not vomit. <laughs> it's pus. Uh, oh, and pus. a lot of people have been asking too. Uh, the demon prince in the book, for some reason, there's no options to buy wings, but he has the option to take wings on his profile. We'll get clarification on that, but I'm 99% certain that you can take wings on. It's, it's just a typo. It, it's, it's a typo. It's yeah. on his battle sheet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. Ner- Death Guard is going to be a no bullshit army, but I think what I do, I do believe you'll see pretty much any competitive Death Guard army will have one detachment of Chaos Space Marines 
because Morty on his own is, is manageable because he's not that fast. Morty with warp time is not so manageable. It's pretty quick. Dude, you have to line up on your back, Morty. In some deployments, you literally cannot stop a first turn charge if he rolls good. It's, he is going to get you. Yep. Um, so be prepared for that. Uh, be prepared to be a little shocked the first time you play Mortarian because he is going Shock to he's going to punch your face off. Mm. Um, he is a beast. But uh, let's talk about the background of Death Guard. Sure. Yeah. So I guess this is my my part here. This is you. Um, You're up, I, banana. I love the bananas up. So <laughs> I really like the Death Guard. <laughs> um, but if you read the Horse Heresy series, um, it starts way back then even um, with these guys and how they got to the point that they're at. It's pretty a pretty interesting story. So um, for you guys that don't know, um, the Death Guard were originally named the Dusk Raiders, which was the name that they took because they were Terran-based, just like all the other Space Marine legions. Uh, so the Emperor created all these legions, so when they were found with the Primarch, the Primarch would have an army to lead. So they called themselves the Dusk Raiders because they were infantry-based. They liked to hit people uh, at dusk. It was, you know, really... So they called themselves the Death Graders, uh, and that's basically the backstory of them. They found, so tell me, guys, uh, yeah. what are we going to name you? I'm running out of names. It's damper. He's like, well, we like to. Oh, he's like, we like raiding. Like he's like, time. okay, good, keep going. Oh, well, we, uh, what uh, time do you like to raid? Dusk. Uh, dusk. Boom. There you go. Got it. You're the Dusk Raiders. Dusk They're like, Raiders. yay, Emperor, Thanks, you're so wise. Yeah. So not a great name. Uh, <laughs> good thing it changed. He's like, what do you guys like to do? We like to eat. <laughs> what? Worlds. Yeah. Fucking world eaters. Right. Pretty much how it went. <laughs> Yay! Very yeah. descriptive names for these guys. They're like <laughs> the gun shooters. Like, the uh, gun shooters. You like to shoot guns. <laughs> the face dabbers. What? You guys just stab people in the face. <laughs> the Emperor's like, oh, you know man. what? That's a little too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, world eaters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Not the, the axe face hitters. They're like, oh, not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> changed to the world leaders. That's if you guys didn't know. That's how they got their name. <laughs> Good story. Good story. Um, so, anyways, Mortarian, like all the other Primarchs, got scattered uh, due to um, chaos. No, chaos. Chaos gods, gods yeah. got pissed and they scattered him across the world. So he went to a world called uh, Barbarous. I think I'm saying it correctly, which is like kind of like a toxin planet. It had humans that were living there, um, and uh, he got discovered by a, a warlord. And a warlord. Uh, saw potential in him, saw what he was going to be, and actually basically raised him to go out and, like, kill other humans. <laughs> and that's what he did. He would, honestly, like, he would, like, he saw uh, Mortarian, like, growing bigger and bigger, became this monster, um, and uh, would send him down, like, because they lived at the top of a mountain. I guess, like, all the warlords live on the top of mountains. And so he would send, <laughs> he would send Mortarian down to, like, just kill, like, kill people. And so Mortarian did this for, like, most of his life. Uh, and then... At some point, he, like, discovered his humanity. He's like, I'm just like these guys. You know, why am I killing these guys? And then in, in most Primarch fashions, uh, he like, organized, like, he a revolt up, yeah. against the warlord. Um, so he, he, like, unites all the clans of the world. Uh, he fashions armor for them because it's like a poison, toxin kind of planet. And so to help protect them against that, he armors them. And he makes custom armor uh, for, for his, his legions, I guess, that were on that world. Uh, and then right when he was about to, like, do the killing blow against the warlord, like, the emperor, like, comes down. He's like, yeah. He, like, kills him. He's like, yeah, thanks. So he, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what are you, you going to say thanks, buddy? So he's like. Uh, <laughs> the emperor drops down and steals the yeah. thunder. What is yeah, that? he's just like, yeah. boom. Just, what like, just knocks the guy out. Mortarian's just like, oh. When I used to play EverQuest, yeah. like, back in the day, 
you would like be fighting a monster and some asshole wizard would be hiding and he'd wait till the monster was almost dead and he'd shoot it with a fireball yeah. and kill it and steal it. <laughs> and that was the Emperor. <laughs> yeah. Swooped it. Yeah, so the Emperor comes in, just like yeah. drop kicks the dude. He just kills him. Mortarin. So like Mortarin's already like welcome, not happy. Yeah. So he, the seeds of resentment already were there. Like when he met, meeting the Emperor, because the Emperor thought he was like helping him out. He's like, you stole my like, kill, dude. I've been spending years fighting this guy. You just kill him. So, uh, anyways, and so then he gets reunited with the Dusk Raiders. He's like, ah, that's a stupid name. <laughs> he names him the Death Guard. Question um, under the rug. Super doesn't even, like, is not so interested. Wait, 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 wait. So the Emperor's like, okay, going to change the name. That's your right. You're, yeah. you're in charge. So uh, how, what, what are we going to do here? Yeah. Well, I, like, I like death. Yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Uh, guarding things. Yeah. We guard death. He, so, he meant gardening, but he said guard. <laughs> So the emperor finds Mor- Mortarian. <laughs> Mortarian is like gardeners. some like emo like goth like, oh, guy. He's like, Ugh. he's like, <laughs> he's like in high school. Yeah, he has <laughs> eyeshadow on. He's like, here's dad. a desecrator. He's like, I don't give a care about this. <laughs> You're so lame, dad. Yeah, get out of my room. <laughs> With your lame desecrators. <laughs> yeah, not a cool name. <laughs> no. So he changes it to Death Guard, uh, and then starts, of course, like most of the Primarchs, or it seems like most of the bad Primarchs, uh, started like. Not culling the ranks of, of the Terrans, but like exclusively like recruiting from uh, Barbarus. And yeah. so they all, you know, are, are now from that planet, which was not a great planet to begin with for the humans. Um, Mortarian already does not like the Emperor. Um, he, uh, but he, he basically takes all the tactics he learned from leading all his, his troops, which were all infantry, to the legions. And he really focused on like infantry based tactics, uh, grinding enemies down, um, very similar to like. You know the 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 um, Iron Warriors. Yeah. The, you know, very similar to um, the Crimson or the Fists, Imperial Fists. Of course, you know you can't have too much deviation. So many legions, but um, they really specialized in like um, like toxin weapons, poison weapons. A lot of the legions at the time in the Horse Heresy, if you read the fluff, did not like using those. They didn't like using like virus bombs. They didn't like using like rad weaponry, like because it would just be like so destructive even to their own forces. Mortarion was like, I don't even care about these guys, <laughs> like. And so it was like, we're going to use as much as possible. And so that's what they became known for after um, they started going out and fighting for the Emperor, was just like punishing, like using radiation, virus bombs, anything they needed to do to kill the enemy, they would do. Even if it meant like they were going to lose their own troops. Because Mortarion was like, if they die, then they were weak. They were weak. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't matter to me if they die. And he's always been very aloof from his, uh, his legions. He didn't really care about them that much, but they like adored him. Um, so when Horus turned, um, Mortarian was like ready to just turn. He's like, he already he already didn't like the Emperor. Come he was you. closer to Horus. Horus always like because all the other brothers like did not like Mortarian. Yeah. Because like of course like he's some like he's weird looking like smelly goth dude. Doesn't like, shower. And so Horus was like the super hunk like you know <laughs> fucking uh, the guy you know the, the captain of the football team who was like who like would like joke and like take him aside. Oh, this is my friend Mortarian. Mortarian was like, oh, awesome. And so Thanks, he really Tony. liked he really liked Horus. Horus is my friend. Yeah, but Horus, of course, just did that and going to use Mortarian at some yeah. point in the future. So uh, when Hor- he then pants him at the yeah. prime mark. He just laughs. Prom. And, you know, <laughs> I never really liked you. Yeah, it's essentially Classic what happens. Gotcha. Um, oh. <laughs> that's a good analogy, man. Um, Games Workshop. Hopefully, you're listening. Writing this down for the next book. Uh, and so uh, summed up. 
So when Horace, Horace turns, he has a bad dream and turns. Yeah. Uh, so. is like, cool, I didn't like the Emperor anyway, so, and you were always nice to me. So they turn immediately, uh, and they're 100% on board, like, basically as soon as Horace was like, hey, we're going to fight against the Emperor, he's like, cool. I'm in. <laughs> and, then, and then, and most of his legion were like, cool, like, we didn't like them anyway, we don't like the other legions anyway, so they always thought, you know, said we're smelly. And <laughs> so they join with Horace. Um, most of the legion does. They, they take part in the whole massacre, everything like that. Um, and then uh, on, so basically their entire fleet jumps into the warp to go to Terra to fight in the last battle. And in that moment, uh, the chaos gods like, um, or Nurgle specifically, trap them in the warp and, and basically pass them adrift. Uh, and then hit them with the destroyer plague. Yeah. And the, they couldn't die because they're space marines. So they were just in horrible agony like over and over and over, who knows how many years they were in there, right? Because of the warp, it could be anything, it could be any time. And finally, Mortarian's like, you know, because he, he hadn't like officially sided with any gods or anything, but he recognized Nurgle's power and was like, if you, we will pledge ourselves to you if you just stop this, because it's horrible. We can't die, but we keep getting infected with this hive, this plague. Uh, and then Nurgle's like, cool, like you're in. And so then they become, they instantly all transform, and most of them start rotting, and they, they turn into the, the Death Guard that we know. Yeah. Um, and then when they come out of the warp and hit Terra, um, they're completely transformed. And we don't know exactly how the other legions respond yet to that because we haven't gotten to that point with the Horse Heresy. I'm assuming it's going to be very similar to when, in the Horse Heresy book, when the Iron Warriors ally with the Emperor's children and they see, and they the see what they've turned into turn. and they're just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what in the world? Because the Emperor's children had at that point turned and had already started to transform themselves because they, they aligned very quickly with Slaanesh. Yeah. Um, and then the Iron Warriors were still like just Space Marines. And yeah, like, oh and they're like watching God. these guys like playing a flute. Someone's like cutting themselves open. With yeah, they're like parading like... down. You know, their faces are all torn apart. And the... So I'm assuming when they get to Terra after they've come out of the warp, after signing their pact with Nurgle, um, mo a lot of the other legions will just be like, what? Um, <laughs> I'm starting to second guess my decision. And really it would just be the Iron Warriors because I think at Terra, um, the world leaders had already started to turn um, because of the nails. And then yeah. um, the and Emperor's children really... as well. Turn that much. Right? Well, but they've started like going crazy. Going like, crazy, yeah. right? Well, they're, they're, yeah, and like, and, and, more, and uh, Angron is already a, a Primark, a demon Primark, when he gets to Terra. Oh, okay. So so will Mortarium, Mortari I'm assuming. Uh, it doesn't say it. Fulgrim has already turned as well in the Horse Heresy series. Yeah. Um, so that's really it. And then and then you know of course the horse the Heresy fails the last minute. They retreat back into the Eye of Terra. They establish a home world, the Death Planet that they're on, um, that was the Plague Planet, and then. They've just been doing what all the other Chaos Space Marines have been doing since. Which is periodically raiding. They're back to the dusk raiding. Yeah, now they, they still raid at dusk. They haven't changed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we <laughs> still really like raiding at dusk, guys. Yeah. You can take the boy out the barbarous. Yeah. Not so the more chance, like, we're about to strike. And then one of the captains like, at oh. dusk? He's at like, yes. Dusk. He's like, duh. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> Why do you keep asking? He like, chops him in half. <laughs> Don't ask again. <laughs> what other time could we raid? <laughs> It's like a Cadian who looks at his watch. Oh crap! <laughs> oh, dusk. Crap. It's dusk. Lock the windows. Yeah. It's raining time. And it's like the morning. Don't with, worry, we're not gonna get hit. They come out with Febreze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's such a cool story. Like the whole, I can talk. We can do a four, four or five hour episode on the horse Harrison and talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. so in depth. And if you guys haven't um, go, I would encourage you to go back and read a lot of the stories that specifically deal with. Um, the, uh, the Death Guard during the Horse Heresy is very interesting. Mortarian, a lot of people say it was not an interesting character. I always found him to be slightly interesting. Um, 
he held his own very well against other Primarchs. I think uh, the Khan fought him one on one to a stalemate. Um, and the Khan is supposed to be very deadly. Right, one of the best fighters of the Primarchs, and so um, he didn't he didn't get a lot of background stuff originally. But then the Horse Heresy really flushed him out. So I would, you know, it, and he he also led the charge. Did it flush him out? It flushed. Which would be very that would be a good pun. Yeah, it would have been. It's a volcano. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, and cool thing, he also uh, was like leading the charge for the Council of Nikea, which was like anti-Psyker. And yeah. he, he really did not like Psykers. Um, but I think that was mostly from because he didn't like the Emperor. Yeah. And then he became one. Then he becomes one. Suckers. What a loser. That's it. That's my plus story. <clears throat> no, that was great. Thank you very much. Yeah. And again, if you want to pre-order your copy of the Death Guard Codex or Mortarian, <laughs> you can do so now in the FLG web cart, again, at a discount and free shipping within the continental United States over 99 bucks. And next week, we're going to have Death Shroud Terminators and Adeptus Mechanicus Codex. Holy crap, they're coming out quick. And we'll get to that. It's going to come out really quick. We're going to get to that discussion in just a bit. But if you have not done so, please grab your SoCal Open tickets. You're only five weeks out from the event. I cannot believe how quickly this has come up on us. It's going to be a wonderful first-year event. Cannot wait. Uh, Please grab those tickets because we're coming, even though we're not going to run out of space because they upgraded us to a giant gigantic hall mm-hmm. the biggest hall we've ever been in um and so we have plenty of space we need to like get tables and make you know we have to finish making terrain all that stuff and we can't do that uh if we don't know have an accurate count of how many people are coming so please don't wait to the last minute grab your tickets sooner than later and we can't wait to see you all there i yep. think there's also going to be a group trip to black speech Ooh. right for Oops. the socal open attendees is black, is black speech down here i thought that was up north i think it's down here no. The nude beach. Jason's the nude, planning it. The nude beach. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. It's I am sure a geek, gamer. Geek tour nation. <laughs> setting that one up. You know what? Get your cameras because that is going to be. Uh, uh, that's what Jason's been preparing for. Something. That's it. That's Just why that he's moment. Been moving all the way. What's up? Press all the boys. Boiled. Grab life by the shaft. Isn't that how that expression goes? By yes. the banana. That was the grab weirdest. Grab life by the, the banana. That was the weirdest commercial I've ever heard. It was like, grab life by the shaft, dodge. I was like, what? That's amazing. Was that an actual I'm pretty sure. I was like, like, what the hell? That can't be right. That can't be right. That's like that old Cornets commercial. Remember that one? Yeah. The the radio one that was on for like a day, and then they're like, okay, we got to pull it. (laughs) Basically, bust a nut is, yeah. The the old jingle is great. Look it up. If you haven't done that, it was a, oh. an actual co- commercial on the radio for like a day, and they got pulled. They pulled so many commercials. Yeah, like, that's a bit much. Yeah. I remember hearing it at work, and I was like, "What the?" Uh, corn nuts aside, the LBO continues to fill up. We have less than a hundred spots left in the 40k champs. We are well over 400, so please do not wait to grab those tickets. It is going to sell out. The 40k friendly is also down to only 12 spots left. I can't believe that event is already going to fill up, but it is. And Infinity is about to sell out as well. We're down to about a dozen tickets in the Infinity events as well. So please don't wait. Those events are heading towards selling out rather quickly. Yeah. Also, we had two new high roller packages become available. If you missed out, those did sell out in about two hours. So if you missed out, which most of you did, we have two available in the web cart. They're probably going to be gone by that time we finish the show. Uh, and what it is, a VIP registration, a con badge, and uh, hundreds of dollars worth of amazing stuff mm-hmm. for free. Well, not for free. It comes with your tickets. But you get way more than what you paid for the ticket. And a cool yep. custom bag this year from yep. Battle Foam, yep. the official foam supplier, I believe. Battle yes, Foam's of yep. the event. And uh, there's also a custom dice, T-shirt. It's, it's a tremendous value. And there's a reason why they sell out in two hours. Yeah. So uh, please go in, grab them. There were two uh, at the time we started recording. 
Mm-hmm. All right, guys, so AdMech is coming up next week. The codexes are coming out hot and heavy, and it's almost a challenge to keep up, but uh, GW is just trying to crush all these codexes out because it does make the game so much more fun. Your faction is so much more fun to play when you have your stratagems, your relics, your warlord traits, points adjustments, possibly new units. So uh, you, you notice a huge difference playing a codex army from a, a, an index army, so I'm, I'm, I say bring it on. Uh, keep them coming. Let's have some fun. But uh, GW also showed off... Oh, can you refresh this page, please? GW showed off um, uh, some new uh, stratagems and uh, relics, warlord traits, etc. of the uh, three of the factions. So we wanted to go over that a little bit and uh, keep you guys up to date on the latest and the greatest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, you read up on um, Forge World Gryia. I did, yeah. So it's really cool. I think they said there was going to be... Is there going to be 12 for, Forge no, Worlds? No, there's not that many. I was, some of the number I'm thinking, but there's I, some things to be twelve. I believe, Anyways, I think there's, there's between six. one and two. I believe there's, there's between six. one and twelve. One and twelve. Yeah. Somewhere, some of that number. So I got uh, Greya or Graya. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but that's the one I got. Um, very cool. They essentially have an army-wide um, feel no pain of a six up mm-hmm. on any wounds uh, taken, or if you flee as well, yeah. which is cool. So like essentially a wound. Is it is it on wounds they take too? It's any damage or any if a model is slain or flees. Oh, slain. Okay, right. so I guess if you have a multi-wound no, no, character, right. you're right. It, you, it only ma- it only kicks in when you die on your last wound. Yeah. yeah. So, um, which or is cool. Or if you try to run away. Uh, and a lot of the units um, already have invulnerable saves that they can take. They already have other types of saves that they're going to be able to take. So this just adds to it. So this is going to be a durable forge world for you to take. I always like having that extra save because I'm notoriously bad at rolling uh, my armor saves, so just to give you another chance to save them uh, is really great. Um, and that goes, um, uh, the downside is you cannot fall back unless, unless you have a character, character. Yeah. On, but it's the character on the battlefield. Oh, well then. So it's, 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 it's gonna be hard to, for that to happen, um, but that is the drawback, I suppose. Um, they have a trait um, where units uh, can fire uh, their, I guess they, I'm not 100% familiar with mechanical units, but I guess what they can do is they can mark something, a unit, in the shooting phase, or they can shoot. It's either or. And they mark it by, like, I guess, reducing toughness. You might want to help me oh, with that. Oh, you're talking about um, the uh, Vanguard yeah. warrior toughness if you're in melee with them? Mm-hmm. But their Warlord trait lets you shoot in melee. Yes. Like, as it, it's almost like you have a pistol weapon. Right. So, they take so in the rifle. shooting phase, they can use it to mark the unit, and then in the assault phase, they can shoot then their gun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty badass. So if you're stuck in combat, you can shoot your, you know, rapid fire or assault three mm-hmm. gun at the guys you're in combat with, which is pretty damn good uh, because they're not that good in melee. Uh, so this makes it so that they can get stuck into combat and just keep shooting. Right. And, and lower the toughness value of the opponent and then shoot them and then attack them. Or I think it's either or. I don't think they can shoot and attack, but still it's going to no, be better you, off. You do because you shoot in the shooting phase and then you uh, punch in the, in the uh, punching phase, punching phase in the axe to <laughs> right. face phase. Um, it says they can shoot. Um, oh, correct. But they can shoot because uh, normally they wouldn't be able to shoot because they're no. in. Well, they can combat. shoot pistols, but they don't have any. Yeah, Got so it. they shoot into the unit that they're in combat with. And so. then they punch them. Yeah. Yep. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, so pretty pretty decent. Um, that's army wide. Uh, and then they really focus on Electro Priests for this yep. write up. Again, this is on the Warhammer community site if you guys are interested. And I think we're going to probably have links in the show notes. Um, and the Electro Priests, they, they focused on a stratagem that lets you attack twice for them in a single turn. They also focused on the fact that the Electric Priests essentially have a 3-up, 6-up, 5-up. 
They can with this specific combo from this Forge World. Right. Yeah. So it makes them extremely durable, especially when you kill a unit and you go up to a three plus plus. Yeah. Uh, that is a hard. That's a tough nut to, to bust. So if you're like, that's a t <laughs> right? Corn nuts. Yeah. So I like how we're coming back to crack. That. Crack. This there episode brought to you by corn nuts. Bust. <laughs> Are it's you a sure? Nut nut. Bust your mouth. Sure. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go check that. I'm gonna have to go check that. Do you think we can get Cornets to sponsor oh, us? Oh, yeah, so I got corrected. On the last show, I said that the Marines got their name from World War II. Uh -huh. World War I. In I got taken to school. The, the Marines got their name, the Devil Dogs from World War I, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Yeah, we don't really know. Someone on, someone on YouTube was like, I, some World War II buff. I was like, okay, I got something wrong. Gotcha. <laughs> Everything I know is from the History Channel. So. Yeah. Reese wasn't uh, a history major, so get out of here. Uh, I almost minored in history. Mm, good really thing you did. didn't. Because uh, I would have been terrified <laughs> of it. Um, so what about Mars, Frankie? Well, Mars is a cool planet. Um, okay. Where uh, Cole likes to hang <laughs> nice. out. Nice. No. That sounds like a Jason right over there. <laughs> it's, it's a cool place. Um, That's the Jason uh, so review. So the Willow trait they get is uh, you get to add three to the range of their aura abilities. Which is very good. Which is uh, very very good, especially on call. It gives uh, units nearby rerolls to hit. Yeah. Um, and interesting to note, you can only take call in Mars, uh, obviously, just like you can only yep. take Abaddon with the Black Legion. Um, and then uh, they have the Wrath of Mars. What? This is ridiculous. Yeah. So for two command points, uh, before a Mars unit shoots, you can use this one. Um, and all their shooting attacks on a six do a mortal wound. To, to wound. In addition, in addition to this, to their other damage. Yeah. So you take a big unit of robots, and you will kill almost anything in the game in one. Oh, yeah. Double, Even when they double shoot. Oh yeah. Well, they talked you know, about shredding. There you go. anti mortarian <laughs> There you go. They talked right. about using this on a ten-man unit of Electro Priest, the shooting version. Um, that would actually which, be brutal. Um, they said gets on average eighty shots because of their exploding sixes, and then they on average do ten mortal wounds. So. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Because so oh, they're pretty powerful. They, they there you use, go. You guys are freaking out about Mortarian and other yeah. crazy units in the game. Take oh, that. Just take this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the Electro Priest, if you've ever seen Captain EO, I always imagine that. Takes like, yeah. it, Hooter. Woo! <laughs> you ever seen that. Captain EO? No. That was with Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. It was awesome. No. I only know it from Disneyland. Yeah, that's where it was. You go, it's on YouTube. It was when I was a little kid, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. And my first record. And yes, I said record oh, was uh, was uh, beat it and who's bad? Ooh. Michael Jackson. Jeez, that was amazing. It was so good. <laughs> so I, of course I had to go see Captain Neo. Like I was like mm -hmm. on a mission. And was it, it, it was it just a ride or was it? It was really movie? good. No, it's a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi like mini movie, and it was in 3D, which at the time wasn't even in 3D. It was like some different kind of. Um, remember, it was the TV? you sat in you sat in yeah. a spaceship. Remember. No, that was that was Star around. Tours, which I loved also. <laughs> no, Captain Neo is like a movie you watch it, but like yeah, but you would sit in you would sit on the chair and the chair would move and stuff. A little remember? bit, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that was it was it was good times, dude. And there was like these like junk dudes who also like danced. Yeah, that's true. It was amazing. It was so good. I and then, remember. And then Captain Neo like Care Bear stares them, and then they like they turn into like these evil junk bots into like these like cool guys in white that are like now they're still dancing, but now they're like good instead of bad. It's a amazing. Great movie. My Great mind, movie. My mind it's is classic. It's, it's so good, dude. As a kid, I was just like, classic. Coming out, you're like, ooh. <laughs> Great. Uh, they also have uh, some other special abilities. Uh, oh, so that strategy on is ridiculous. Yes. Like, no, very, very so good. no, it's good. Two points. It's good against yeah. the other ridiculous stuff. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, right. Morty yeah. got you down. Yeah. Mars. What is it like? You take Magnus the, been bugging you. Mars. Right. You get a, you get snakes to eat the the lizards, and then when the snakes get too much, you get gorillas. Then you nuke to the house. Kill the snakes, and then yeah. eventually they, the gorillas yeah. freeze to death. You nuke them from orbit. In winter. Don't you, it's the only isn't there a tiger you're supposed to bring in? So yeah. There's a tiger at some yeah. point. Somewhere. But you killed the fly, and that's the thing they count. Thank you know, God. That's what you take away from that. All right. But yeah, some other abilities when you roll on the cancel chart. Uh, for Mars, you can roll two dice, and both of them apply during that turn. Wow. So that's pretty powerful. Um, if you roll a double, you only get one canical for that turn, but oh well. Still really powerful. Extremely um, powerful. Yeah, so Mars, I think Mars is going to be one of the most popular Forge Worlds. They have, first of all, you have Call. Um, you have the Bananas Crazy Stratagem that lets you do Mortal Wounds. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and uh, you have, you know, increasing the auras. Uh, they're extremely good. Um, there's a couple other uh, Forge Worlds we haven't seen yet that have also really, really good powers, but um, I'll tell you what, Admech is going to hit the competitive scene like Miley Cyrus. Like a wrecking ball? That's it. Pretty mm, good. Hopefully naked, too. They, they have uh, some extremely potent combos. Like, yeah. wow. Get ready for it, because it's going to shake things up a lot. Shooty, shooty. Um, so I, I read up about uh, Metallica, which is the coolest name for any Forge World by a mile. Uh, but their chapter tactics, so to speak, um, when a unit with this um, advances, it ignores the penalty for firing assault weapons and treats all rapid-fire weapons it is armed with as assault weapons until the end of the turn. So you can move, advance, and still shoot without penalty. And if I remember correctly, the Vanguard is an assault three gun, so that's great. It makes them super fast. Yep. Um, really, really powerful ability. Does it stack up to the other ones? I'm not, I'm not so sure. Uh, but if you want to have Forge World Metallica... How can they do an entire Forge World Metallica and not name things like Ride the Lightning? I know, right? Like that for Electro Priests. That would have been amazing. You can't I mean, get in trouble too, for that. It's too on the nose. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's too on the nose. Uh, the Forge World uh, uh, Warlord trait, order deficiency. Uh, if a friendly Metallica unit is within six inches of your Warlord, when it falls back, it can still shoot during its turn, but must subtract one. They become Ultramarines. That's extraordinarily good. Very powerful. Extremely good, especially for... Um, uh, oh, for robot, the castle and robots, because the best way to shut those guys down is to touch them in combat. Although, usually, if they double shoot, they can't move, if I remember correctly. Nope, uh, but it gives them some uh, ability to, to leave combat and still go pew pew. It's very good. Uh, and then their stratagem, uh, before, or no, this isn't their stratagem. This is just a stratagem that they revealed, and this is one of the most powerful ones. This is insane. Uh, almost as powerful as the Mars one, maybe even better. Uh, use a strategy before a Skatari unit from your army attacks in the shooting phase. Add one to hit rolls you make for the unit. If the unit has an enhanced data tether or broad spectrum data tether, you add two. So why does this doesn't sound that cool, really? Like, oh, plus one to hit, big deal. Don't forget how many things in this book have exploding sixes. It's a lot. That's the answer that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. So when you're exploding on uh, a five or a four, getting three hits for every one, Holy pretty good balls. Yeah. Pretty, pretty like, oh, okay, my uh, Vanguard did uh, 40 hits. You're like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, woohoo, tell me more. Oh, that, that's a mighty one CP. Yeah, it's uh, very, very good. And then show off one very of the very relics. Good. Yeah, no, like, like we were saying, Admech is going to be very, very good. Yeah. The amount of dice that they're going to throw at you is going to be staggering. A lot. <laughs> so like, uh, if a lot of people are like, oh, Horde 40K, Horde 40K. Well, <laughs> say hello to the Adeptus Mechanic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, they, added, they, they will just vaporize um, 
throwaway units. Yeah. Here's my conscripts. You're like, nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Well, here's 80 They're hits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they show off one of the relics, the adamantine arm. This is for Metallica models only. Mm. Uh, it is a melee weapon. It's strength times three. Okay. AP negative three, damage three. And this weapon can only be used one, to make one attack each time it fights. So it's a super servo arm. But it's only one Times attack. Times three strength. Yeah, it's like, but they're mostly strength three guys, right? A lot uh, of them. The characters are like yeah. four or five. So I mean, it's one attack, and it's by the power of Grayskull, he's gonna punch you right in the nuts. Yeah. Mm. No minus to hit though. Yeah, it's really good for that one attack. It's yep. one attack. Yeah. So uh, this book goes up for pre-order next week. Make sure to grab yours from FLG Webcart, and again, uh, we will have all that at a discount. And you can always get free shipping in the continental United States. Boom. Yeah. Uh, they also showed off all four factions of Shadespire, which is. Shaping yeah. up to be a really interesting game. Excuse me. So you have uh, Order, Death, Destruction, and Chaos. And uh, you got Stormcast Eternals in the, the, the Order group, uh, Blood Reavers in the Chaos group, Skeletons in the Undead group, and um, uh, Iron Jaws for Destruction. And I've had a chance to play this game a couple times, and I have to say I, I actually really like the game a lot. Uh, it's very quick, fast-paced, takes about 20 minutes. It's a deck, it's a, a deck builder and a miniatures game. So it's going to be very similar to Malifaux. Not really. Uh, it's kind of really, unique. Yeah. It's hard to. But in terms in terms of using the cards and using. Um, well, you uh, roll dice. The cards have like special too. abilities and you, stuff. So it's okay. a lot. It's a lot like Munchkin, I guess, and like uh, I don't know chess or I don't. I don't, yeah, know, I don't know what gangs, to compare it to, right? to be honest. Yeah. yeah, you have a pre-built group warband, yeah. and then you, um, as expansions come out, you'll get more cards that you put in your deck. Mm -hmm. So and then the cards give you special abilities and like. Like, you have triggers, like, when you do a certain amount of things, you, like, flip your guy's card over and he has a better profile. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, with the corn uh, faction, um, when guys die, you get more, uh, like, you get more attacks and stuff. Because yeah. corn, you know, corn doesn't care from whence the blood flows, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's a really fun game. People are already buying tickets for it to play it at the LVO because we're going to be one of the first big, I think we are the first big event. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, keep your eye out for more information because it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. How many, uh, is it a one-day event or a two-day event? Um, we haven't decided on the pack yet. We're, I, I was just talking to the, the devs. Right. I think what we're going to do is we're going to do a one-day event on Friday mm -hmm. and a one-day event on Sunday. Because the Age of Sigmar champs is Saturday-Sunday. Right. It lets them play on Friday. Mm -hmm. And then the 40K champs, for the vast majority of people, is Friday-Saturday. Right. They're free on Sunday. If you want to go play, you can play. Cool. And they'll be running demos the whole time. Nice. Ton of events this weekend. Holy shnikes. That's like 20-something events. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. It's all the same weekend. Harvester, which is a major up in Washington. That's our boy Bob. Yeah, Bob Kelly. Uh, supposedly a wonderful event. A total hobby event, as I understand it as well. Thrown by a wonderful man. He is. He's, a, he's, he's beauty matched only by his age. intelligence. His age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Bob will appreciate that. Beauty, brawn. Ooh. Biceps. Ooh. Ooh. No, it sounds like a great event. We need to get up there and get to it one of these days. Yep. Uh, that's a major. Oh, we have a GT come the Apocalypse GT in Alabama. And another GT, holy crap, Attack X 40K tournament at Attack X Gaming Expo in British Columbia. Mm -hmm. In Canada, eh? Kamloops. Kamloops. Cam that's a lot of events. Kamloops. Dude, there is, that, that is a lot of events this weekend. Oh, yeah. Two GTs and a major. Boom, get, get them points. points. Get your points. Oh, boy. So we got some Age of Sigmar events coming up. And they're all in California. <laughs> Again. For like the well, third week. Well, to be fair, a lot of these we talked about last week, too. But so, no, that's funny. But yeah, if you're in Cali, 
Well, but the thing is too is like we're we're communicating with the larger Age of Sigmar community. We're trying to. Yeah. Well, no, we are. Like, okay. uh, there's a group of guys that are really leading the charge with Age of Sigmar, and we've got their back 100. Mm-hmm. percent And uh, they're talking about bringing the Masters back, like the Fantasy Masters, which is a really cool event. The last one was held at the LVO two years ago. Um, we were really happy to have that. And they're talking about reviving the Masters for Age of Sigmar. There's a lot of activity going on. It's really exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, we've told them that we're 100% behind them uh, to help them drive the community. So expect a lot more events to be popping up. Because there's a lot of people in the Age of Sigmar community that came from the fantasy community that didn't even know what the ITC was. Yeah. Or they had some misconceptions. Like they thought that like that we, it was very draconian. It's like you have to do this this way. Like you have to do it our way. I was like, no, man, we don't care. <laughs> At all. We just want everybody to play and have fun and participate. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you want to use our pack, which is the general's handbook, literally, mm-hmm. you can, but you don't have to. You can do what yeah. you want. So yeah. it was good. We've had a lot of good conversations. And I anticipate we're going to have a lot more Age of Sigma ITC events popping up around uh, beyond just like the West Coast and the Midwest, which is predominantly, or I'm sorry, the, the, the West Coast and sporadically throughout the rest of the country. Yeah. Uh, top 10 40K ITC. Currently, your leaderboard is led by Sam Henley. He leapfrogged up. Ooh. Ian Andrew has jumped up into second place. Paul McKelvey, the loser, has dropped down into third place. He's going down, Paul. Paul, you're going... No, that, dude, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's Every, and everyone here is... Uh, we can go back to the... Everyone here is maxed out, too, on their events. Yeah. Uh, they all have five to five. Yeah. Um, so Paul just keeps dropping like a hot rock. Tyler DeVry <laughs> has jumped up into fourth place. Brandon Grant is currently in fifth. Nick Nonavati in sixth. Andrew Ford in seventh, Michael Pelham in eighth, ninth is Kieran Howard and Sean Morgan, our boy abuse puppy, tenth place. He's back. He's writing articles again. Nice. Which, by the way, I have to drop a plug. The the forty k or the Age of Sigma and the forty k tactics corner page has been revamped, reloaded, and there's a lot of really good information on there. So make sure to stop by, check it out. We update it pretty much every day, so there's always new material going in there. Uh, Age of Sigma ITC top ten. We got Sam Valdez jump back up into first place. Zach Lopez in second, James Thomas in third. Although James, I don't know what you're gonna do now that your change host got nerfed, son. James Ooh. is the guy that took us all out at that tournament. Oh, right? he, yeah, <laughs> I tied him. He's the guy that beat me on my first hero phase. Dude, his he was playing the change host maximum dick punch. I haven't played him yet. Dude, it was really bad. I was yeah. like, well, your army does what? I'm sorry, come again. So then I did. The, I took like 20 minutes to deploy because I did this like crazy elaborate yeah. deployment that saved my bacon. Uh, it was still a really, really good game. That was the tournament where my first game was against Sam Valdez, <laughs> and then my second game was against James Thomas. So like, okay, <laughs> two of the best players. Yeah, in and the I was game, using yeah. the coin models that we had, like in the yeah. case. Yeah. Um, Sam beat me in that tournament too. Yeah, he beat all of us. I was about to table. I was about to table him, and then he did the. It was the mission where you can auto win it. Yeah. And he he pulled it off, and I saw it coming. I was like, no. Yeah, that happened to me at Broadside Bash. I was like, oh man, I was about to table the guy. Yeah, I was about Wait, to just like, completely cream him. I was like, man, he's very composed for a guy who's about to get tabled. He's like, are you done with your turn? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I got the double turn. Boop, 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 boop. I was like, no. Oh, gotcha. God, classic. Uh, Vlad Nikas in fourth also has beat all of us. Yeah. Again, that was That's I, the guy I that played beat him me, at yeah. Broadside Bash, and he beat me. But like, he knew he was gonna beat me turn one. And like he, I was playing a similar list to his because again, I just took what we had in the case, the Sylvaneth, and he was playing Sylvaneth, and he like told me like how he was gonna beat me, and he just he's like now I'm doing this to beat you, and he's like very thick you know accent, he's from like Transylvania. He's not from Transylvania. Yeah, he's he's super intelligent guy. Yeah, but he's not from Transylvania. Very masculine. 
<laughs> uh, Michael Birch is in fifth, also a, a really, really good guy. Yeah. I got a little salty dog on him. Uh, what? Yeah. You got salty? He no. blew up a whole unit of guys on the first turn with a goddamn Bailwind Vortex. He's like, okay, this this guy has cast a spell that kills half your unit, and the other yeah. half exploded from morale. I was like, I hate this thing. Uh, and then you have Jared Zizweta in sixth. Seventh is Josh Harvey. Eighth, Tyler Hamill. David Rogers in ninth. And Matthew Pashby in tenth. Congratulations to everybody. And we look forward to seeing you at the SoCal Open. Grab some more points. Yep. Uh, we have a couple completed commissions that just came out of the FLG Paint Studio. Mm -hmm. Some beautiful, really, really nice-looking uh, Imperial Fists, mm -hmm. 30K tanks. And we have a, a Maw Crusher um, on Battle Cabbage. Battle Cabbage. Yeah. And he's on a custom base as well. Yeah. Um, so the client came to us and said, you know, want the mock crusher painted this way but then he said you know for uh for the base really just keep it up the artist but i have a loose idea of what i would like and it, look, uh, it and looks uh, great you know uh, the, the artist that did this um really went to town went nuts you can't unfortunately you can't see it but that rock is actually the shape of a, an orc's head that's, if you took the mock crusher off you'd be able to see that's it that's amazing yeah so yeah definitely consider us for your next commission uh check out flgpaintstudio.com you can see pictures of uh, our most recent commissions uh, and previous commissions, uh, get an idea for pricing and all that good stuff. Yep. And all right. then, uh, we're going to do a paint stream today at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Right. So if any of you want to tune in and uh, catch Bcuz or Brandon uh, yeah. painting up some B, B minor stuff. Yeah. B minor? Because mm -hmm. that's how good he is at painting. Yeah, he's going to paint up some uh, death guys. B minus. B, B minus. Okay, guys, uh, shoot us some questions, please. There is no sound. Good. Oh, good. Is that how Canadians really sound? Yes, that is exactly how Canadians sound. Oh, yeah. So, Mad Cow Crazy, we can't actually read the notes and give the show and read chat at the same time. Yeah. That's a, it's impossible. Michelangelo has sound. If you guys have any questions, you want to fire him? Scarcel has sound. Uh, you can, the sound is very low. Hmm. Uh, Mariana, have you been monitoring chat? Variant has been subscribing, subscribing for 22 months in a row. Thank you so much. Wow. Mm. 22 months. Where was I 22 months ago? Uh, here, mm. working. That's true. That's his very spot. Sound problems again. Well, they can hear. So do we have any good questions? Wolf Sark says tournaments allow the bailwind. They shouldn't. Uh, I just don't like that thing. It's, it's, it's good. Well, it's, it's not really. You can really, shoot people off of it. Well, yeah, if you can shoot. But one of the problems is that it allows the, Zin the Gaunt Summoner to hit you with a spell that erases half your unit. It's just not Yeah, super fun. I've been on the receiving end of that. It's not fun. Scarcel um, and Wolf Sark, yeah, the uh, Shadespire is like a combination of a variety of games. Um, I'm, it's new. It looks like it's a lot of fun. So. Uh, Jay Tortilla, Joe Tortillas. <laughs> Do you expect Admech armies to be pure or mixed with something else? Um, I don't know. You could do a mix of stuff. Um, it really just depends. Um, I think you'll see a detachment of, like in a really hardcore competitive army, I think you'll see a detachment of like cherry pick stuff. But you could run pure admech and do great. They have everything you need. Um, our, rust stacker, our rust stalkers improved in the new admech codex. We can't talk about that yet, but next week we will be able to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Um, will Frankie ever cosplay as Sisters of Battle? Uh, yeah, I do it Halloween's most Saturday coming up. nights. Um, I just haven't taken any pictures yet. Just kidding, I don't do that. Uh, Wolf Sark <laughs> is uh, saying that uh, Shadespire may have taken a tip from some FFG games uh, because it has custom dice and stuff that you can... Uh, Possibly. Yeah. 
On the Magnificent says Jason, nine flesh mowers. When Slash comes flesh out, mowers you know can who's you gonna fit? play. That sounds pretty good. How many flesh mowers can you fit in your pouch? All of them. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Wolfstar, can you give any information about the Imperial Knights and the Admet Codex? Again, if you're looking for the Imperial Knight and the Admet Codex, I can either confirm or deny that that it is in there. But I think that you. Um, yeah, we're just talking about stuff we'll that's on the community page. Have to wait for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. I think you'll be happy, though, but we'll, we'll see what that means. Mm. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to tune in 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to catch Brandon Painting. And then on Friday, we have a live streaming game. Well, I thought we were live streaming me yeah. answering emails. No, Ooh, we're not. Not today. That's so, uh, Sundays. We do, have, uh, we do have a live stream game on Friday. It's going to be Death Guard, Frankie, playing against Jessica Bowman, who is was the top Necron player from BAO, and she was also the top Necron player from Nova Open. Yep. And she's coming down to throw the gauntlet down and challenge old Francis. Will oh, Magnus fine. survive the pylon? No, that is mean, the question. You mean Mortarian. Or Mortarian. So that'll be Friday? Uh, yes, this Friday. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and have a good one. All right. Bye, guys.